Zach Bailey at Channel 9. He's on the line. Hello, Zachy. Hello, Jimmy. How are you? Oh, I'm really well, mate. We love to get carried away with uh, maybe score lines in the preseason mm. channel rather than uh, challenge as opposed to actual performances. Was there anything that caught your eye, good, bad or otherwise, out of the course of the weekend? Well, I don't think he's alone. I think there's some Tigers fans already buying their grand final tickets. <laughs> Settle down. Settle no, down. no, it's all right. Well, it's, it's, a real, it's a really interesting one. Like, everyone should naturally be excited for the trials because Correct. we haven't had footy for so long. So we, we love that. Like, um, you know, Belmore, in, in terms of what stood out for me, um, a couple of things. Seeing Ryan Pappenhausen take off and show that speed, basically doing everything he could to show us that, hey, I'm the Ryan Pappenhausen of old in the, in the 40 minutes that he played. Yes. Absolutely loved that. Uh, and I spoke, whether it was last week or a couple of weeks ago, about the confidence that he had, he had coming into this part of the year after two really serious injuries. Um, the other one, um, I spoke to him last week as well uh, in the lead-up, Connor Watson, who'd been out for almost 18 months. Um, not necessarily the explosive player of Ryan Pappenhausen and, might not play the same role or starring role with the Roosters, but I think just players returning, Bronson Sherry as well, for, through different circumstances. There are a couple of things. Roger Tuivasa-Shek, yes. another player returning from rugby, like really impressive. I think what we can take out of trials is more what did we make of an individual's performance rather than the team collective um in terms of scoreline and the fact that, you know, the Bulldogs looked so good in the second half last Thursday night, but let's be honest, they're up against a Melbourne Storm side with hardly any first graders. Yeah, and, and that's to be said about a lot of the team, except the Dragons, of course, that ran around with most of the, their stars playing, but separate issue. Yeah, let's not go there. Yeah, uh, we said it earlier uh, last week, and that is, is there a player in the National Rugby League? And, and this is the, I don't know, indefinable that you want to see succeed more than Ryan Pappenhausen, given what he's been through thus far? No, 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 no way in no. the world. Like he's just, and, and from our perspective, Jimmy, like I like to see personalities in the game and you do naturally when yes. we're the media, um, whether, whether you try to like, we see a lot of these guys, uh, most of the time they have their guards up, but then you get in camps and stuff, they have their guards down, but you have Barney's, you have, you know, discussions, you have, you know, little tips here and there with players all throughout the year. The one thing about Ryan is I don't know if there'd be anyone in the game that has had that. Um, not, you know, but uh, he's just so, so well-spoken. He handles himself so well. Yep. And just the, the, the nature of the injuries have been so cruel. So totally agree. I think everyone in the game would love to see Ryan Pappenhausen um, back to the old Ryan Pappenhausen. I just went through, speaking of fullbacks and elite ones, uh, Reese Walsh and some of the payments that go to other fullbacks in this competition. Uh, they were talking about a $1.1 million. There was speculation a club outside of Brisbane would offer $1.3 million. There's all sorts of... Spe- How do they make this work for them, the Broncos? Or can they make it work so well for them that what he actually goes on the cap at uh, because of third-party agreements is a lot less than his market rate? Well... I think that's the beauty of being Brisbane in terms of their ability to get third um, third party payments for their players. Yes. Uh, Reese Walsh is worth, I think, every cent of that. Um, and, and to a club like that, like if he stays on the straight and narrow off field as well, like he's, he's so marketable. Yeah. He's young. He's good. Like he's good looking. Yeah. 
we, we know he's got a, you know, he, he's, we, know, we know the ability he's got on field. He's shown that at rep level as well in the Origin Arena and, yes. um, you know, all throughout the finals and whatnot last year. Um, we know he's a little bit cheeky as well. I know he found himself firing back at a fan in the lead up to last year's grand final. But if he stays on the straight and narrow, he's worth every cent for that club. And again, the, the bonus for the Broncos is that if they can get a lot of that um, that price tag taken up in third-party deals, then that, that's a, that, that allows them to not necessarily sign another huge name, but it might be a, a mid-grade first grader that they can get in there that, that plugs a hole and was really consistent that they'd miss out on otherwise. Yeah, but that that uh, spunk that he's got about him, let's put it that way, is part of the mm. attraction too, right? You know, he's cheeky. and um, But there he was yesterday after the game, just taking every photo that was required of him with all the fans out there. So out-and-out uh, out star. Um, I've made the revelation that SEN does not have a whistleblower hotline does channel nine have a whistleblower hotline and um if well i won't actually ask that what are your thoughts no. on the nrl and the rlpa setting up a whistleblower hotline well i, I don't think channel nine does have one they right. no, I, I don't know for sure but uh, in terms of this it, it, it's it's an interesting one i don't know all the details I, I don't know any more details about it than what i've read today but what you probably know as well jimmy yep. uh, firstly um if this if this hotline is in place and it's only going to lead going to lead to um, better results in terms of player welfare, uh, management around mental health, physical health, the coaches, players, administrators, whatever, so there are better outcomes and it leads to better outcomes. I'm 100% on board. The other side of me though says, hmm, if I am a player or a coach or administrator. Like you always, you, there's always that natural doubt. Maybe it's you know just as part of being a human or whatever that how much of this is going to be confident. Like it's going to be confidential. But the the fear, if you're a young player coming through, are you really going to want to call this hotline and air all your grievances? I yeah. don't know how. I don't know the uptake in terms of the the, the market that they're probably trying to hit um, will actually hit. Yeah. Well, the other one, it, the Rugby League Players Association are are, are a very powerful body who are there for the players. The other ones are support staff, coaches, assistant coaches that don't have that players association. So that, that can be uh, a bit of a, a, uh, an outlet for them, which I think is a good thing too. Mm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally agree. And I, I know um, Trent Robinson and a couple of other coaches in the past have been like huge advocates to try and get a, like a coaches association up and running. And yep. I guess their focus has been otherwise. I think it was halted by COVID with my understanding, but Again, that there are so many people out there that make this great game what it is and aren't in the spotlight necessarily. You know, they, they don't have the best, you know, they, they financially they wouldn't be looked after as well as players or the stars uh, in the game. Um, they probably, you know, work in terms of amount of hours a lot harder than, you know, their, their job outlines. It's just a part of the business. There's so much buying. Yep. Um, but but if, if they are looked after as a result of this more so, I'm, like I said, if it leads to better outcomes for everyone in the game, I'm 100% on board. I just hope it is used and utilised by the people that need it. Not a great outcome for Dom Young. Speculation is he might have to have surgery. They've talked about ligament damage. Tofafoa Sipley has taken that three-week suspension, which rules him out of Vegas, actually, as, as it does Dom Young. How did you see that one? Comfortable with the, oh, the three matches? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I am. Um it's it's really interesting. I, I get, this is the first one of the year we've had to deal with. Um, some people, you know, I get the I get the argument that, or I get the from a player's perspective, like things move so fast 
in a tackle and yep. um, Toff simply cannot control what's happening around him necessarily. Although they try to, you know, like there's so much in wrestling and tackling technique and whatever to get a player to, to the ground and then, you know, the player up top does, you know, if they do A, B, C down the bottom and yes, he does X, yes. Y at the top. But that's just, you know, given the nature of unpredictability, there's always going to be a player that's going to be left in an unfortunate situation. It's, it is unfortunate, the whole thing. Does he deserve three weeks? Yes, in my opinion, he does. Um, is it unfortunate to see Dom Young in this state? 100%. Like, we want all of our stars playing every week, and the fact that both of these players won't be playing in Vegas is a shame. Um, but in terms of the suspensions, you, you can't let these kind of things go away. No way. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a fair comment. Jason Demetrio, you caught up with him at the airport today. South's on their way to the USA. Cody Walker is there. I presume he's going to be playing in Vegas. What's the latest? Yeah, so uh, I wasn't there. Another uh, journo from Nine were there. Uh, so the first, the Bunnies are the first uh, team to head over to Vegas uh, in terms of, um, you know, the, obviously the four play, uh, four teams going over there. Uh, not all the stars will go today. Uh, there's Latrell Mitchell, Cam Murray, a couple others will head off tomorrow. But JD, Cody Walker, a few others um, have gone off today. Uh, the, the message from JD is that uh, Cody Walker is in no doubt. Um, he said he will definitely play, uh, which is great news uh, for the Bunnies. Um, he also said that uh, he woke up today feeling like uh, it's Christmas Day. He said, you know, this is unprecedented. None of us have ever gone um, or done any of this kind of thing before. So he wants all of his players to really embrace the experience of, of going to Vegas and being part of this historic event. One of the journos said that Manly, which is interesting, Manly have said publicly that they're going to let their players have, or they're going to do a team function and go and embrace Vegas a night out because they're, they're based in Vegas yes. for, the, for the lead up, whereas the other clubs aren't. They'll have security and whatnot, but they want their players to experience what it's all about and have that. Whether that's right or wrong, I'm not the judge, but when JD was asked whether they're going to do that, he says, "Well, can you let can you let me know where they're going to go? Because I'll put a couple of hundred bucks more on the tabs, so that they have a little bit more more fun." <laughs> Which I thought was quite good from JD. Uh, very good. Hey, um, just on that, why is it that they're going in two separate planes? What do we read into that? I, I don't know for sure, but I, I know they're, they're also coming back on separate planes. Like Manly are coming back across the Sunday and Monday after the game. Um, I, maybe it's purely volume, Jimmy, in terms of staff and, um, but you know, 30 or 40 people on um, each plane per team. I don't know if they could have got it all on one. I don't know the logistics around it. Yeah, okay. I, I, I think Manchester United fly on three planes ever since the Munich air disaster. So, I hmm. like... I know that's a very morbid way to look at it, but I just wonder whether that came yeah. in, into their thinking around that. But Not too sure. Yeah. I'll yeah. get back to you with that. Uh, that'd be great, mate, before three o'clock. Fantastic. <laughs> Happy days. Thank you, Zachy. All good. Thanks, mate. Zach Bailey there from Channel 9. So check out his yarns uh, across the news tonight. That, that is at, I think it is at six o'clock, doesn't it? Uh, being woke is a good thing. It's about being understanding and having empathy. This is from Monty. The world needs more, not less. Yeah, so there, crime scene. Good on you, Monty. Might get a prize for that. Anyway, uh, keep the text messages coming in. All right, break them back with more.